her first day. We all look her over with great care, our heads tilted. Some of us, maybe me, even fold our arms across our chests. The new coach. There are so many things to take in, to consider and set on scales, tilted always towards scorn. Her height, barely 5'4", pigeon-toed like a dancer, body, drum-tight, a golden collarbone popping, forehead high. The sharp edges of her sleek bob. If you look close enough, you can see the scissor slashes. Did she have it cut this morning, before school? She must have been so eager. The way she holds her chin so high, treats it like a pointer, turning this way and that, watching us. And most of all, her striking prettiness, clear and singing, like a bell. It hits us hard, but we will not be shaken by it. All of us, slouching, lolling, pockets and hands chirping and zapping. How old do you think? Look at the whistle, what the fuck? The texts flying back and forth from each hiccuping phone, not giving her anything but eyes glazed, our heads slung down, attending to important phone matters. How hard it must be for her. But standing there, back straight like a drill officer, she's wielding the roughest gaze of all. Eyes scanning the staggered line. She's judging us. She's judging each and every one. I feel her eyes shred me. My bow legs, or the flyaway hairs sticking to my neck, or the bad fit of my bra. Me, twisting and itching and never as still as I want to be. As she is. Fish could have swallowed her whole. Beth mutters. You could have fit two of her in Fish. Fish was our nickname for Coach Templeton, the last coach. The one plunked deep in late middle age, with a thick, solid body of a semi-active porpoise, round and smooth, and the same gold post earrings and soft collared polo shirt and sneakers, thick-soled and graceless. Hands always snugged around that worn spiral notebook of drills penciled in fine script, serving her well since the days when cheerleaders just dandled pom-poms and kicked high, high, higher, cis-boomed something. Her hapless mouth slack around her whistle. Fish spent most of her hours at her desk, playing spider solitaire. We'd spot through the shuttered office window, the flutter of cards overturning. I almost felt sorry for her. Long surrendered, Fish was, to the mounting swagger of every new class of girls, each bolder, more coil mouth insolent than the last. We girls, we owned her, especially Beth. Beth Cassidy, our captain. I, her forever lieutenant, since age nine peewee cheer. Her right hand, her fidus acatus. That's what she calls me what I am. Everyone bows to Beth, and in so doing, to me. And Beth does as she pleases. There really wasn't any need for a coach at all. But now this, this. Fish was suddenly reeled away to gladed Florida to care for her teenage granddaughter's unexpected newborn. And here she is, the new one. 
The whistle dangles between her fingers like a charm, an amulet, and she is going to have to be reckoned with. There is no looking at her without knowing that. Hello, she says, voice soft but firm. No need to raise it. Instead, everyone leans forward. I'm Coach French. And you, my bitches. The screen on my phone flashes, phone hidden in my palm. Beth. And I can see we have a lot to do, she says, eyes radaring in on me, my phone like a siren, a bullseye. I can feel it still buzzing in my hand, but I don't look at it. There's a plastic equipment crate in front of her. She lifts one graceful foot under the crate's upper lip and flips it over, sending floor hockey pucks humming across the shiny floor. In here, she said.